Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We'll talk to Snedeker in just a bit. We will not talk about his birthday being yesterday at all. I mean, we may talk on our own, but not with him because that's what he had asked, even though it was yesterday. Yeah, I mean, we weren't here yesterday, but I guess he was telling everyone this, right? Don't he bring it up. He told us on Friday. Oh, you yeah, weren't here, but yeah. on Friday he said, don't talk about it, which I thought was the weirdest thing. Don't talk about my birthday. I wouldn't have even known it was his birthday if he didn't tell me so not, not to talk you about You wouldn't have remembered that? Uh-uh. I knew it was in February, but I wouldn't have known which day. I had no idea. As far as I knew, he just showed up. He had no birthday. Because <laughs> he's not that guy, but it's weird that he does say, don't talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. my birthday will come and go. You may miss it, because I won't bring it up to anybody. Mm-hmm. Leaving it at that. Right. If you want to Google, figure me out, fine. Contact my wife. But I kind of keep it to myself. I don't like go, right, hey, right. everybody. Don't celebrate my yeah. day. Yeah. That's pretty funny. It is 709 at WILK. I'm looking at a story here in Yahoo Finance. Um, but it actually came from Indeed. You know, the company where you can go online and you can look for jobs, right? Indeed. Yes. Um, basically, uh, they talk about ghosting. And they talk about how Generation Z are treating would-be employers like bad dates, not showing up for job interviews on their first day um, without so much as a phone call or getting back to them, you know, when they say they are going to. I hear these stories all the time from people who go, oh, yeah, we had uh, you know four interviews scheduled and nobody showed up. Wow. You hear stories like that. And, you know, sometimes I think they're, you know, the hyperbole there. Who knows if it's what's real and what's not, but you hear it enough that there's got to be truth to it. Employment website Indeed surveyed 1,500 businesses and 1,500 working people. Uh, job ghosting is pretty common. 75% of the workers say they ignored a prospective employer in the past year. And they say the youngest generation of workers are by far the worst offenders. 93% of Generation Zers told the global recruitment platform they flaked out of an interview. <laughs> Worse still, 87% managed to charm their way through interviews, secure the job, sign the contract, only to leave their new boss stranded on the very first day. Years ago, like I feel like I learned this lesson that you don't do that. Years ago, my buddy got a job at this place, and uh, after one day, he didn't show up again. Just did no showed, mm. and he told me he's like, "Yeah, the boss called me. I was like, where were you?" And he said, oh, "I'm not coming in anymore." And he goes, "You're a bleep hole." This is to a high school kid, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, showing up for work is important. Like that's, that's all right, it took. That right. and my dad going to work every day. Yeah, people have a different mindset it's with this stuff. Really sad. What was the reason for just not showing up? According to the survey, it makes them feel in charge of their career." By just not showing up. 
but it is having the opposite effect on businesses left high and dry. More than half surveys say ghosting has made hiring more difficult, which is amazing, isn't it? Now, you know, as an employer, you can get people who will, you know, apply for a job. And they wanted a job, and it may be six weeks later when you get back to someone, but you get zero response. And again, I get it. You got a job. Something else happened. There's nothing ever, ever wrong with, hey, thanks for reaching out. I've got another job. I really appreciate it. Because you never know. The one thing we learn, right, as we get older is you never know when you're going up the ladder who you might see and pass and may end up seeing later. Or maybe For later sure. on you need another job or they come. I mean, it just makes no sense to just not be courteous. But this brings me up to something else, which is courtesy is not out there very much. How many weddings or graduation parties have you gone to where you didn't get a thank you card? Well, right. After, which used to be you had to do it. Not only did you have to do it, you had to do it within a set amount of time. But people aren't just not courteous anymore. And people aren't teaching kids to be courteous. I fought my mom on uh, thank you cards for many years. So she was big. You got to send cards. I feel like that started with my generation. I was born in 74. So I, I feel like that, like, because I knew I had other friends who were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom does the same thing. But that was the norm. This does behavior, the way it's going now, it's trending even worse. It's well, just, yeah, that's what I mean. But something yeah, as when you invite people to a party and they you give should. you money, you should say, thanks for coming. I appreciate it. They're not doing that. So Correct. what do you think they're doing with someone? You, I guess a lot of people apply to a lot of places, right? Yeah. They'll apply well, and they'll just sprinkle it all over. But hey, if someone reaches out, what's so hard about a little message back? Thanks, but no thanks. I got something else. I appreciate it. Um, Here's the other thing. Let's just say it's not just that generation. Uh, Baby boomers, Gen X, and millennials aren't off the hook. The data from Indeed finds everyone is guilty of ghosting occasionally. Almost half in the survey say they plan on pulling a disappearing act again. A third deem it acceptable to do so before an interview. It's not, though. I think calling it ghosting is adding to the problem. I know that's not your term, but this idea that ghosting sounds cute. Let's come up with, let's talk about what it really is. Uh, it's rude. It's irresponsible. Mm-hmm. It's unprofessional. Right. Like these are just common sense things. Right. I know those but com- it's very commonplace. I don't get now. it. I just, I, I don't get, because on one hand, I, I hear this and I know it's true because I hear from enough people who are like, they don't show up or we hired them and then they just, they, we never hear from them again. I think they're it, awkward and they don't know how to talk to somebody. I think in some cases, it may not even be someone who is flippant and doesn't care. It comes out like that. But they may just never have had to have a difficult conversation with with somebody. It's not fun. Right. Like there's... it's not but, easy, but it, your your the respect would be so much higher if someone picked up the phone and said, "Hey, look, you know, I signed on the dotted line. I'm ready to go. I was ready to go, but something came up." Look, I did this when I was 16. I hated my job at the Gap. I had a rough experience <laughs> previously working at the Chicken Club down, literally across, you know, with an eyesight. I, I had my 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 sights set on the Gap, and I hated it because it was all about organization, folding clothes, and I, I just didn't show up one day. And then I called and said, "I don't think I'm coming back in." And they, they basically put me in my place. And were like, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But you, people have to learn from that. And well, so some, f- people, some people, though, are so disgusted with a place. Now, I, I, I can understand this more, and I'm not even saying it's okay. 
if you worked at a place and you felt that you were so badly treated that one That's, day you just walked. But we're talking about people who went went through the process of onboarding and hiring and yeah. were ready to go and right. then just didn't show. Like, that's weird. And it's frustrating because, again, I see, I'm, I, I've seen this on my like Facebook timeline a lot lately. One hand, you see the business owner saying, oh, we uh, hired someone and we, we put out, we had four interviews and maybe one showed up and then that person never returned our phone calls. And the other hand, you see people, I know one guy, can't name him, name him, but he is a divorced dad of two or three, can't get interviews. And he's desperately trying right. to just work hard. He always has worked hard, but something happened and, you know, his, I, I think his place closed through no fault of his own, but because he's pushing 50, he's having trouble getting through the, the queue or whatever it is to get people noticed. So I, I just don't get it. Well, it's I, like, think, I think part of it too, your problem would be solved if you paid people more. We're in well, a time sure. now where um, there are offers to people and benefits and perks or flexible or hybrid yeah. or remote. And a lot of those things will change someone's mind at the very last minute. You may be all set and you need a job, right? And right. then all of a sudden at the last minute, Something else pops up, and it's going to make your life vastly better. It's a it's a no brainer, uh, but you still owe that other person an explanation because what better way to tell them but to say, "Look, you're not paying enough, or it's going to cause me more hardship because this job I'm getting, I get to work from home, and then at least they're getting feedback as to why you're leaving." And maybe that can help, you know, them the next time they have to hire somebody. Um, but it's it's pretty amazing that uh, we call it ghosting. Ghosting, in case we're talking about ghosting, you don't understand. That's where you just disappear, where you literally are all set to go. They're ready for you on your first day at work, and you just don't show. And nobody hears anything. It's pretty wild, isn't it? I just think we've talked in the past conversations like you know, schools need to teach kids how to balance a checkbook or uh, how to manage their debt. They also need to teach people just basic professional courtesy and etiquette. I can't I believe I, I don't I, know if that's the I, I don't know. A, if it's, it's a parent thing, too. Well, OK. Yeah. I mean, it's in general, teach people these basic things, because if not. I had a, a somebody, I don't even know, like I have all my like stuff up on was it LinkedIn. I'm not looking for a job. I got a, a recruiter from another radio station reach out like a year ago. I probably didn't even tell you because it was irrelevant. I missed the email. It was like six months old. I wrote back and just said, hey, I just saw this. It's on an email account. I don't usually check, but thank you for reaching out. I, you, know, right. I, you know, maybe who knows? And down the road, maybe we'll talk, but I have a job and I'm happy. They were greatly appreciative of that. You've sure. got to be nice to people. Because <laughs> you never know. People just, uh, I don't know, people will complain about how bad things are, but right. you, it's just, yeah. if you treat the jobs like they're a joke, you are the one that looks ridiculous. 570-883-0098. That's the number to call or to text. We have Tom uh, from Wilkesbury with us. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Nancy. Two things. Number one, uh, a couple minutes ago you mentioned uh, uh, a, a paraphrase of an old axiom uh, about uh, you never know who you're going to meet on your way up or on your way down. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make a minor correction and change one word. And this was given to me, oh gosh, <laughs> 50 years ago. <laughs> and for anybody who went to uh, a Wooksboro High School uh, in the in the 60s, and the name Dennis Slattery uh, <laughs> used to remind me of that uh, when he was still alive, uh, and uh, <laughs> it was a, an engineering manager of mine 
who called me in his office one time when I was given uh, another uh, organization a hard time, and he said, Charlie, you, you never know who you're going to meet on your way up and on your way down. <laughs> God. I purposely didn't say down because I think a lot of times now it's not just one ladder. Sometimes we go horizontal. Like sometimes it's not a vertical move. It's a horizontal. No, it's not a horizontal. It's a vertical. Whatever. It's not always up or down. Sometimes you're going side to side and kind of checkerboarding. Um, so it, it may not be up down like someone's above you or below you, but you never know where your paths may cross. Well, the other the other thing that uh, we are a very isolated, insulin, insulated uh, culture here, regardless of our geographic location. One of the things that's going out going on in the real world is uh, large companies. I guess GM started this junk, where uh, people that have invested in their own company uh, pension plans are now let's say uh, retirement penniless because of the the lawyers reorganizing uh, an organization and making the pension within the company that employees hold making those pensions go away. Mm. It's nice that they asked and their so opinion, my, uh, Charlie. It's crazy. What's that? It's, a, it's <laughs> nice that they asked the employee's uh, position on that, Charlie. But thank you for yeah, the phone call. Thanks for the call. We yeah. do appreciate your insights. Tuesday morning. If you were off yesterday, yes, Tuesday morning. Good for you. You had your day <laughs> off. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, we did too. But Stedeker was like, on, when on Friday I told him we were off on Monday, he's like, yeah. that's not a regular holiday. That's like one of those sub-holidays. I said, if all of us start taking that day, yeah. we're going to make it a primary holiday for everybody. Did you have cherry pie for President's Day? Nope. Neither did I. Well, then did what? you buy furniture for President's Day? No, <laughs> no, no. I just That's another popular thing I just to spent do. time reading about our uh, leaders. That's all I did. You spent time reading about what leaders? Uh, presidents, because it's their day. Oh, for and President's saying, yes. Day. Yes. And they're saying happy birthday to George Washington, and then waited 10 minutes, and then Lincoln. Just, <laughs> just to show there was a separation there. There used to be two holidays. Uh, I didn't do any of that stuff. Uh, yeah, just check deals. There's deals out there, and I, like, I'm not spending any more money. There so were done. lots of sales. They're still going. I, I got another text today. There was a place that I almost bought stuff at, and I said to myself, don't do this. You got to watch the spending, right? right. And because it was one of those where it's like, President's Day sale, 25% off. It's ending at midnight. And then this morning, I got a text that said, extended. And I'm yeah. like, no, we, please. We notice you have ignored <laughs> us. So we're extending it by weeks like, or I, days, depending on when you buy. Please I, the, don't make me go and look at this stuff. And I'm tempted, and I just don't want to do it. So lately, I, I, I've been able to avoid the temptation. I have been on this like hunt to get a bigger TV because I've seen the prices come down. Thankfully, this is my only saving grace is I, I kind of will go down a rabbit hole and I, I've learned that the TV I want is not in that five $600 range. It's still in the twelve to 1700 okay. So I'm like... What is the one that you want that's making um, it still up there? What are you getting? It, I think it's with the OLED, oh, okay. which is like the really oh. bright, beautiful one. I didn't realize there were so many different ones. Do you even have 4K? No, like I don't yet. Because okay. I don't have that. I either. don't have that. I have a, you know, my TV, I got a TV like it's like 12 years old now and it's still nice, but you can get bigger for cheaper, but still I'm like, you know what? The price point, I don't, I don't want to waste the money. I don't need it. I'm not going to do it. So sorry, <laughs> presidents, but you, you it's a bust. 
Did you find any great deals on President's Day? I, I do know someone who bought a bunch of furniture. That was their uh, their President's Day uh, celebration, I guess. I, there were a ton of sales. It's any retailers do this all the time. Like, hey, well, sure. I mean, shop. I had this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. We were just talking about the big sales, and it's like, man, but you see 50%. And yeah, mm-hmm. 50% off is great until you realize what the balance is going to be. Right. Fifty percent off of three grand is still fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> Look, if you follow the prices like you've been following, there are certain things that I follow the prices. Yeah. It's interesting to me how you'll get this twenty five percent off, and then I go there and I look and I go, wait a minute. When I looked at this last week, when it wasn't President's Day, there was a sale. The prices yeah. looked the same. So basically, there was a sale last week, and then it was probably not a sale for a day, and then it went back, and it's like literally the same price. Well, as right. It was. I would say it's pretty safe in 2024 that you can't just go buy something and say, oh, it was on sale, and expect yourself to get a deal. Because if you will watch the sales prices for a couple months, like you'll see what you're saying. You know, you'll see the TV that is 549 today was probably. 600 a week before mm-hmm. maybe it goes a little lower that's where it is it's so when they just say it's on sale it's been on sale right you're going to be fine. You don't need it. <laughs> it's been on sale. So hard to say no. Right. But thankfully, oh, gosh. I have a little bit of willpower. 570-883-0098. You talked about this a little earlier. One of the stories in media, right, is yeah. uh, the Fox News report on former President Donald yeah. Trump. Dismal ranking from historians, right? The very bottom of the presidential pile. Uh, This was 150 historians who ranked the presidents. Uh, Fox News report on Trump's dismal ranking gets the treatment from critics because they put out a headline that said new presidential rankings place Obama in top 10, Reagan and Trump below Biden. Okay, and (laughs) they don't mention that Trump was like at the very bottom. Right. Right. Um, But they're trying to put a... uh, Uh, I I guess, a more positive uh, spin on things. Uh, But the uh, survey released by the Presidential Greatness Project puts Trump in last place, behind even William Henry Harrison, who died of pneumonia just 31 days into the presidency, and Richard Nixon, who still ended up, uh, no, not so far down there, who resigned in disgrace due to the Watergate scandal. Uh, Number one, Abraham Lincoln, followed by FDR, then George Washington, Teddy Roosevelt, and Thomas Jefferson. For recent presidents, Barack Obama ranked highest, number seven, followed by Bill Clinton at number 12, Joe Biden, 14, Ronald Reagan, 16, George H.W. Bush ranked 19th, Jimmy Carter at 22nd, Ford at 27, and George W. Bush, number 32. Yeah. Uh, but it was Trump's ranking that's been getting the most attention. He was not only ranked last, but nearly last even by conservative scholars who ranked him 43 out of 45. And, uh, and that's something else. I mean, the headline could clearly have read this. New uh, presidential experts rank presidents best to worst. <laughs> and leave everyone to find this information themselves. Go look at it, right? Yeah, that could have been God. it. But even it's, the conservative historian said yeah, he I was mean, 43 out of 45. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Um, I'm just having fun responding to people upset about that pro- that uh, survey. Uh, that survey of presidential scholars and experts ranked President Trump <sighs> as the worst president of all. Um, Even conservative yeah. scholars said 43 out of 45. So these are people who actually know about accomplishments, how what they did affected yeah, I mean, people and the country. Now, we could all argue about, oh, should Obama be this number or be that number, right? Yeah. Um, but they're going to be somewhere in the vicinity of where they're at by people who follow this stuff because that's what they do. They study what presidents do. So you can disagree here or there, uh, but it's always going to be somewhere around that same that right. same ranking. Uh, you know, should Biden be one ahead of or two ahead of Reagan? You know, you can argue either way if you want to with them. It seems to be Biden is at number 14, I believe, and Reagan at 16. Uh, but the fact that not just liberal or in the middle or it's even conservative historians in this poll pick Trump to be at the very bottom of the list, 43 out of 45. I just looked in 2021, and I'm guessing it's the same survey. I had Trump at 41. So, well, only He's moving past, the wrong way. Of course. So yeah, I already know you know this. Franklin Pierce, Andrew Johnson, James Buchanan. Sure, below. I know all that. Yeah, I mean, everyone does, right? <laughs> what do asked, these people know? In 2021, at least, JFK was number eight. It's funny, every article, it's just, they give you the breakdown of what they want, and I'm having trouble finding the link to the current full survey, right, but right. whatever. Oh, I've got it here. Anyway, um, Don't that's let just it bother the way you, it is, okay? Um, by the way, speaking of polls, yeah. uh, here in Pennsylvania, uh, there is... A, a Senate race that will be going on this year. Uh, Senator Bob Casey, yeah. Democrat, Pennsylvania, and uh, Republican Dave McCormick. There is a hypothetical uh, general election matchup poll that was done. Uh, this is uh, Emerson College, The Hill. And it finds Casey leading McCormick by nearly 10 points right now. So, um, you know, Casey has been serving in the Senate since 2007. He's got 49% to McCormick's 39%. Now, 13% are undecided right now. Uh, But when it comes to independence, Casey has a comfortable lead 
over uh, McCormick. He leads by 21 points, 48 to 27 percent. McCormick, a former hedge fund CEO, he did run for Senate in 2022. He narrowly lost to Mehmet Oz, if you remember. He was in that race. Did you see, I read a whole article about this over the weekend about how he's kind of like just sitting back and he doesn't necessarily want Trump's endorsement, but Trump doesn't, because Trump didn't give it to him last time. So it's this weird game Pennsylvania is a different kind of state here because it has, uh, if you look at it, very, very close between Trump and and Biden. And there's a, a lot of, you know, suburban votes to get, a lot of, uh, you know, people right. that are considered, that are in the middle, right, who uh, Donald Trump isn't, you know, able to gain anybody else. So the thought would be for anybody on the Republican side, do you need to get his endorsement? Sure. Um, and it could actually be more problematic here than it would be in, say, in Ohio, where when you look at polling, you know, Biden is struggling against uh, Donald Trump overall. Right. At yeah, this point. I, I think it's just, you know, if you're not with him, though, you're against him. So if you get the endorsement, you get the endorsement. If not, you might get some of the, the wrath and the anger. Mm-hmm. And is that counterproductive to what you're trying to do? Right. Um, Look, I, I, yeah. this is I, I, not to, you know, Dave McCormick, I think, yeah. you know, if he were the candidate last time rather than a Mehmet Oz, it may have been an easier sell to people. I just think... Um, you know, with Fetterman, I mean. Sure. Uh, but Dave McCormick, also unknown to people, but when people go, oh, he's a former hedge fund CEO. Like, in this day and age, how do you, it's, isn't it kind of hard to. How does that to, play? <laughs> how does it play with people? I don't know who he is. Tell me more about him. He's a former hedge fund CEO. I just know a lot of people uh, have no idea what hedge funds People they just do. know lots of money is they, what people yeah, and, think. And they feel like, well, it's not going toward me. It's something that's out of my league. But also, you know, they obviously know how to manage money in theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that, that plays out. I did. Uh, I've seen this a lot. Uh, Casey's only running on his name. I mean, isn't that all politics? <laughs> that's just politics, though. I mean, right? I, you I run, Trump's running on his name. Uh, Biden runs on his name. If not, they would come up with aliases. You know, I understand. I don't it, think that he's. I don't think Casey's going to have a problem, and that's because of the recognition. Or, or I, no, Casey. I don't think Casey's going to have a problem with yeah. this race. I think he will win this one. I don't think it's you know something that I think it's going to be an uphill climb for McCormick. If it were Fetterman or somebody else, um, as we said, it's not just Bob Casey there since 2007. His sure. dad was obviously uh, governor and very well yeah. known across the state. Name recognition is really priceless. It's one of those it is, certain things that I, I get it. You can go, oh, they care, you know, just get off their coattails. But honestly, um, if you got it, you want to work with it. It I, works for you. I don't know if the name thing is going to continue to be strong. In 20 years, we may have a whole different take on this because uh, find someone who's under, you know, under 40 and ask him what a Nepo baby is. If you don't know what that is, mm-hmm. this idea that people are running on their name and they're it's not really, it's, it's frowned upon by a lot of people. They think it's people taking advantage of a system that they are. Well, because it happens all the time, yeah. and not just in politics or in acting or anywhere else. It happens a lot of times just yeah. in uh, in just the business That's, world. People are souring on that, that concept, uh, and I think as time goes on, it's going to be less and less popular. Right. Oh my God, he got a song from a band that I thought no one knew called Ice House, Electric Blue, Electric Blue Skies today. I used to really like them in the 80s. How did you even find that Johnny Lucas? No one knows Ice House. He is the king of music from our youth, right Johnny Lucas? 
You remember that one. Yes. yes yeah, that, that's all you need to know, Joe. He, he knew it. He found it. He played it. He's, yeah, he, a, he's a wizard. He's, he just typed in one of whatever you search you have, electric blue, and that song came up. So he doesn't even know the background. But. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. Hey, speaking of youth, um, yesterday I turned 58. Johnny sent me a happy birthday. I loved it. Um, and I was thinking, Nance, because you're with me. Jason, okay. a little younger, not much. I'm now at the point, I used to fear my whole life. Not fear, but it's always in the back of everyone's mind, I think. When you have three kids, you're like, oh, my God. Right. I got all these responsibilities. I got to support my family. I got to pay off my student loan. I got to, you know, it's always something. Mm -hmm. I'm now, I think, entering the gliding stage where, like, the worst case scenario isn't so bad. Like, if I lost my job now, my kids are all on their own, I got a little savings, Social Security is going to hit in what? As early as four years from now. Mm-hmm. I'll be collecting, I don't even know how much it is. What, one, two thousand a month? I could probably live off that. My wife, that's a whole different story, but I would just get a $5,000 bike and like eat bologna sandwiches every day. I, can, I think I can pull <laughs> that off. You'd be fine. Yeah. How is that different than today? I mean, are you, uh, yeah. is it different? He's eating bologna no sandwiches. Bologna, He's yeah. not. But, here's my, but let me ask you this. Now, my daughter is away at school. She still has two more years. So she's home, you know, during the summer. What? Whatever. Um, okay. Was it, did you adjust easily to the being alone? Or do you enjoy that, or do you miss like the rat race? Yeah, isn't that something? It's like you almost forget it because we had a story on the news today about FAFSA, and I almost, I almost had stress just hearing I that know. word. I know. I got I a reminder. Do- I have to do that. See, I used to have to do three FAFSAs for each of my kids, and I remember that I've been to colonoscopies, prostate exams, (laughs) I've been to bad weddings. There is nothing worse than doing FAFSA three times for three kids. It is torture, torture, torture. So no, I don't miss all that stuff. I'm over it. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I, I, I'm still doing that. And, and you know, honestly, in, in the grand scheme of things, I only have to do it for one, so that's okay. But I meant more along the lines of, you know, you're back to being by yourself. I mean, it is an adjustment. I, maybe not for you. Maybe your kids were out all the time. But, like, to me, it's just really kind of weird and quiet. And it's nice in a lot of ways. And in other ways, it's, you know, kind of different not to have your attention constantly on something. Like, we have, like, I literal know. downtime. It's like, what? I know. <laughs> I don't but understand don't this thing yeah. where I'm not stressing or worried or running or doing something. I know. I know. But I kind of forget the whirlwind that I was in. You just, like, Move on. I don't know. That's like, I like it. I find it weird. And Joe, this is, I think it's a little deeper than it may sound on the surface here, but I think it's amazing because I'm at this point now where I have a, a seven year old. My son turns uh, 12 this weekend. <laughs> they. <Man's wait. laughs> right. That's what we do when we have friends who are like, wait, you had, a, you had a 16 and a 14 year old. You have a baby? You're like, what were you thinking? <laughs> I, I get where you're coming from. But like, you know, you have no privacy at all. And that's just, yeah. and then. By the time you have privacy, you're old and broken. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> I don't think Joe's broken. Well, that's for sure. you're not old and broken. I feel like I'm on the way. You're like, oh, you know, we could have done with this privacy back in the day. Well, not anymore. My back hurts. Well, that's it, what happens when you're an older parent. Yeah, I should have. You know, when yeah. you're an older parent. I know. It's like there's there's no way out of this life. I don't know. Oh, well. But if you do, if you choose, if you do the other thing, and you say that's it, I'm going to live my life like uh, I'm trying to think of a, a bachelor. Like wasn't uh, wasn't George Clooney? He lived that life for a while. Now he's married, but he's like, I'm just going to I'm going to be alone. I'm going to you know and, and date various women. I have all this money. 
And I wouldn't want that life either, you know, to, you know, to be older and say, I never had kids and I never had a wife or I, so there is no answer, you know, you just, you live life and you have a good time. So make the most of every stage. So I don't consider it now like the broken time where now I have a little extra time and money, but I'm broken. I don't consider it that way. Whatever. Bring it all on. I already feel broken. It's just more about me now, John. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't need you to double down on your greatness. You'll feel a lot more broken when you're dealing with those ages than you will once they're gone out of the Oh, house. yeah. Everyone says it's emotionally going to hit me. I'm like, I already get the emotions because Facebook memories, I got videos. We were watching videos. Yeah, of my, I know. My that kid. stuff hurts, doesn't oh, it? it's just, oh. come on. I don't know. I'm glad in a way that my kids came, you know, after, I mean, before a lot of people had all those pictures and videos out there. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Yeah, because it's like you don't even want to see that stuff. Oh, it's hard. All right, I better get right to weather. I can tell you guys this, that we're still being blessed uh, with amazing weather. It could be so wicked this time of the year. Now, it's cold this morning, but it doesn't feel that bad because the winds are light. But still single digits and teens out there, a lot of frost on windshields. Today, electric blue skies, just like the song, 42. I took Jet for a walk yesterday. The high where I live barely reached 32. One lap around Lakeland School, and I'm telling you, he sees my car, he runs to it. He's like, okay, get me out of here. It was too cold. Today, a little better. Going to be nice and sunny, 42, less wind. Tomorrow, partly sunny, 45. Sun now equivalent to an October. Feels great in the sky. Warm your flesh. Thursday, there's going to be a few rain and snow showers around, but the roads are going to be wet, 45 degrees. Friday morning, a few rain showers, and then it'll, it'll dry out in the afternoon on Friday. Not a bad day, 45. And how about this weekend? The last weekend of winter is this weekend, folks. Both Saturday and Sunday look quiet. Saturday, maybe a flurry, partly sunny. North wind, about 36 degrees. And then Sunday, Monday, partly sunny, back to the 40s. I think we're going to hit 55 by next, like, Tuesday. It's going to warm up next week into, uh, into leap day, which is, what, next Thursday? And then we end February, begin March next Friday. Of course, March still is going to bring us snow, but that's all right. It goes quick, and there's plenty of temperatures in the 50s and 60s and clocks forward and St. Patrick's Day and the equinox. So good times ahead. I declare winter and all the depression that comes with it overdone. Let's move on to good times, baby. I love yeah, it. I love it, too. We're really moving right into that spring weather. I we ordered a, a whole great. bunch of bulbs and seeds. So I shall oh, be yes, getting ready yes, to grow stuff. Yes. <laughs> that's what I've been doing. You're so planned out. I, that's, now, now is when you do well, that. Well, no, right? I mean, I order them, but the bulbs won't come in until your growing season time. Gotcha. All right, yeah. But the seeds, I'll start inside. That's what I usually do. I waited my whole life to say this to a woman. I want to see your cucumbers. Ooh. Okay, so make sure you share them when they come out. <laughs> okay, goodbye. 20 years ago, it was very strange. Now it makes sense in context. <laughs> so very see you, odd. Joe. Nancy and Jason on this, uh, again, Tuesday morning, if yeah. you're off yesterday. Hope you enjoyed it. We, I did, I guess. <laughs> a long weekend. Earlier this morning, if you want to go back on the Odyssey app and the Rewind feature, we talked about the silver tsunami. That's a record number of Americans yeah. set to turn 65 this year. And we talked about how uh, a number of them will continue to work because they have to, right? Uh, because of also uh, the loss of uh, defined benefit pensions, which their parents perhaps or even, um, you know, older uh, people at that time were able to get. Uh, one of the other things that they talk about with this silver tsunami is how it's going to affect homes. And right now there is a huge demand for homes and not a lot of supply. But they talk about how for 
older people retiring, many times they size down, right? So they'll leave a bigger house right. and they'll get something smaller. So the thought is, one, um, that they may put more homes on the market for younger families because they're the ones that seem to be having a hard time getting them, right? So uh, they, that will happen. But if they're sizing down, smaller places will become in much more demand. This isn't all going to happen at once. They said this will take a number of years. But some areas will see more of an impact than others. I'm looking at a story here about the most desired home styles in every state. At first, I'm like, what does this mean? Here's the most popular when you look at Zillow, which is an online real estate site, where when they look for a style of home is the most popular across the country. The octagon style. I'm like, what? No, octagon like UFC where people can fight. An actual octagon shaped home, home, which in some places is much more popular than in others. I don't know many. I don't know here. that I've ever seen that. Sounds like the yurts up at the state park. There is one like not too far from where I live. It was pretty interesting. When I looked at state by state, I was trying to find, okay, which state is the octagon style popular? First of all, in Texas, the neo Mediterranean style is the most looked for. Again, this doesn't mean that a lot of people live in these homes. Okay. It just means people are interested in the style. Nevada has octagon style. That's their number one style. So it's something that um, people have a lot of interest in seeing. It's just that there's not a lot of them out there. Massachusetts, octagon style. Cape Cod, not surprised, that's up in Vermont. Um, in Pennsylvania, though, ranch style. And ranch is one of the most popular as Especially well. Especially as you get older, too, because you know, no steps. Oh, it's it's nice. so much, uh, I think, Octagon. nicer than. Yeah, so when it comes to Pennsylvania, yeah. uh, it is uh, it is the uh, ranch style. And it is that way for 19 states. They pick the ranch style. In 11 states, tiny homes are the least admired style of house. The other least admired, shipping containers. <laughs> They literally, there are homes that are an old shipping container that is fashioned into a Oh, how they used to take like train cars, German diners, and uh, I gotcha. Yeah, so when it comes, but here's the, uh, let me just run down the list for you. I had it right in front of me. Here we go. Um, uh, The most, first of all, you've got a very popular style as well, log cabin style is also uh, one that people find uh, interesting, but not one of the most. Octagon is number one. If you look at the median daily views per listing, so uh, an interesting style is what people are looking at. Will they buy it? That's another story. This is, they click on it to see these pictures yes. of how weird these are. Okay. Octagon style, then stick style, which a lot of homes around here are, and that's like multi-levels you know, levels as well. Ranch style, then neo-Mediterranean, okay. shingle, Dutch Colonial, Cape Cod, Prairie, Townhouse, and then Mid-Century Modern. Those are the most desired home styles. Again, most desired to look at. Again, how many are out there? Not a lot. Castle didn't make it. <laughs> when I was on the West Coast, there was a castle house, and it was like oh, it was kind of nice, like a Tudor. Nah, no, no, it looked like a castle. Like it was designed by this guy. He was like a big hair salon type whatever then apparently went crazy and everyone it it never people wanted to look at this house but no one would ever buy it because you know too much of a temptation to put your daughter up in the tower and hope Mm -hmm. a prince shows up no i don't know this is so bizarre you know how hard it would be to put fit furniture in an octagon house everything is no the the walls are still you still have rooms it's just a different layout inside yeah but it's all ever this well it's a very large area oh you didn't say big octagon (laughs) i didn't mean a little tiny pie little pie pieces you're thinking 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.